to the Beautiful Mistakes podcast, or if this is your first time listening, uh, thanks for taking some time for us. Appreciate you. Today's our first preview episode for the podcast, uh, so we'll be giving you a little snippet of uh, content for our upcoming issue. The uh, the next issue's featured artist will be my friend Ida Hoffman. Uh, spent some time as a freelance photojournalist and teaches photojournalism and newspaper and uh, yearbook and all that good stuff. I spoke to her recently about photography, so here's just a little bit of that conversation. So tell me about uh, your your uh, photographer's vision. You know, is My there photographer's any vision. Um, I think as an I think as an artist, um, I always simply wanted to capture the moment. Mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's really important. Sometimes in today's fast-paced society, we move through every day, and all we're seeing is things flying by. But when you have a camera in your hands, you have the ability to freeze a moment in time forever. And whether that is a poignant moment, a happy moment, a sad moment, a beautiful moment, a not-so-beautiful moment, whatever that is, as a photographer, you have the ability to slow down time. In fact, you have the ability to stop time at one mm-hmm. certain point. Right. And the ability to do that has always fascinated me. Mm-hmm. And then I found a way to do that when I discovered photography. Okay. And um, is there a certain type of subject matter you um, more naturally gravitate towards, or is it just anything? Um, I have a tendency to do, um, not just landscapes, but thing pictures. Like when you turn away from the crowd and you take a picture of what's behind it, I really like to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, yes, I also shoot weddings. I do senior pictures and those are really fun because it gives you the human side. But every so often it's really nice to turn around and capture things that everybody isn't looking at. Right. So what, how does your approach differ if you're shooting a landscape versus people? I think it's really, it's really two, it's two separate things so much. When you're out, you know, doing landscapes, um, I love bridges, lighthouses, and barns. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're really, when you're looking at things that don't move while you're taking their picture, I'm trying to find, like, the most unique way that I can show them. Everybody knows what it looks like to be between, you know, four foot six and six foot six and look at a barn from the front. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to show you anything different there. But if I can sit on the ground or climb a tree or look at it from some bizarre angle through the back or catch a reflection of it, you know, that's taking something that someone sees every day Mm -hmm. and putting it in a different light. Right. Whereas when you're taking pictures of people, you're trying to capture that emotion, that who they are. Um, it's why when I'm shooting a wedding or if I'm shooting engagement pictures, things like that, I want to talk to the person first for, you know, at least five, ten minutes just to get a sense of who they are and what they want. Right. Because when you figure out just something about a person, you can read how they want their pictures. And right. so... I'm never going to be the photographer that stands there and never says anything and just says, okay, smile, click, 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 because <laughs> that's not evoking any emotion from the person. That's creepy and kind of terrifying. Right. And so, 
you, you want to be able to talk people through a photo session and to get their personality to show mm-hmm. in their pictures. Right. Do you find that you have to work fairly hard with people to, A of all, get them to understand what it is you're trying to do or B of all, you know, break them out of the awkwardness of posing for a picture and be more natural? Um, and I think that's kind of two different questions. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't need to know that that's what I'm trying to do. Oh, okay. Like, if you sit there and try to explain that to them, well, what I'm going to do is try to capture your personality and try to capture your emotion in every picture. They can see that because they've seen my portfolio. They know that they like something like that. But when you try to explain to a person, I want you to show your personality, blah, 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 they try to be almost fake. Like, mm-hmm. they look like they're trying. Gotcha. So you just say, be yourself, and you move on. Um, to try to get people to not be awkward while you're taking their picture um, is something that varies with every person. Mm-hmm. Um, let's face it, some people are just going to be awkward, and it's your job as a photographer to make pictures that look good anyway, Right. which is sometimes kind of hard. Um, <laughs> you want, you know, um, people will, I had a friend whose um, kid never shut their mouth and had their tongue hanging out the whole time, and then the parents yelled at them because their mouth wasn't shut and their tongue wasn't in. Uh-huh. It was like a baby, and it's like, well, well, the kid always, you know, looks like that. Right. So, you know, there's some things that you're never going to be able to change. But the idea is to take what you have and to work with it, because everyone is beautiful in their own way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're doing portraiture especially, that's what you're capturing. Right. You're not there to make a social statement when you're doing wedding photography. You're there to help someone remember a mm-hmm. beautiful part of their life. Right. And so you want to, as a photographer, almost, it's why I much prefer to work out of studio. I don't, I can do studio work, but I don't really enjoy it. Right. Um, I much prefer to do like wedding photography or in the church or if I do engagement photos, senior photography, I prefer to do outdoor photography. Right. And so you have people that are in an environment which, you know, maybe they've never been to that park that you're in before, but they've been to a park. And it's a whole lot more natural to walk around a park and sit on a bench than it is to pose on an awkwardly hard little stool with your foot on a box and, you know, turn and chill. Right. And so I think people are much more comfortable when you work with an outdoor setting, an outdoor background, you know, a natural area than you are in studio. Right. Because the studio kind of prompts them to be unnatural anyway, is what you're Mm -hmm. saying. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That's correct. And do you... Do you find that it's a different methodology if you happen to be shooting not necessarily a portrait, but photography with people in it? Say, if you were covering uh, like a protest or something mm-hmm. and the people are less, you know, you're less trying, trying to capture their personality, more trying to capture what's actually happening. You try to blend in in those situations. You have a, photo- you have a camera around your neck and that automatically either draws people to you or pushes people away from you depending on the situation and you really have to try to blend as much as possible Mm -hmm. you don't want people to focus on you as a photographer you Mm want to like walk away from the pack um you want to shoot like action and reaction right every so often it's awesome to turn around from the action and see if there's like that one person behind you doing something or you know you're looking at that basketball game and you know what what the crowd is doing behind you can be the story more than just the person on the car court. Mm-hmm. And so you have to blend in, try to fit the environment, um, 
and you don't want people posing at that point. There's nothing worse than somebody to turn and see you and like grin and like wave in the middle of some really cool picture. <laughs> right. You're like, ah, oh, great. Well, that one's done. <laughs> so you don't want the the jerk leaning into the picture like you see on the the morning news every day. No, like, no, right. you want to avoid this. <laughs> Um, you want to avoid the 350-pound man elbowing you out of the way at the wedding because he wants the picture on his disposable Kodak right. um, of the bride and groom cutting a cake as opposed to <laughs> you. Oh, and yes, that's happened. Yeah. They're like, hmm, yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, well, that's that's all you get for now. Uh, depending on time, we may revisit this conversation in a future preview uh, podcast. Next week, though, we're going to do our first ever charity spotlight, which will feature New York City's Coalition for the Homeless and my good friend Marissa Butler. So check back then. Thanks. (laughs) 